Jim Britt and Jim Lutz had a vision, and the Change Book series was developed. Welcome to the Change Book Radio Show with your hosts and personal coaches that'll show you how to bankroll your mind. Lawrence Pipkin and Rich Perry. Join Lawrence and Rich weekly as they interview the top co-authors from all over the globe who share their insights into self-empowerment with life-enhancing realizations that will touch every area of your life. We're live every Wednesday on Blog Talk Radio at 1.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to the Change Book radio show. I'm your co-host, Rich Perry, and I'm joined, as always, by Lawrence Pipkin. Lawrence, what's going on today? Not much. I'm excited to be here today, Rich. It's going to be an exciting uh, interview. Looking forward to uh, all the stories Art has to tell us. So I'm excited. Right on. So we have our guest today is from Book 9. His name is Art Costello, and Art's actually from Austin, Texas, just like you, Lawrence. His chapter in Book 9 is called What's Possible with Expectation Therapy. Art is a visionary mindset expert. He's an author and coach who helps individuals, families, professional athletes, and business owners to create success. He holds the unique ability to identify what is preventing you from living to your full potential and gives you options to make those changes. He's also an award-winning author. He was uh, voted as the best self-help book of 2015 by the Texas Association of Authors. And we are pleased to welcome Art Costello to the Change Book Radio Show. Art, are you there? I'm here. How are you guys today? Doing good. Doing, doing awesome. Good. Doing awesome. Great. So, Great. Art, you were just telling me before the radio show went on that this is your second interview of the day, and you've already and you've got another one coming up, right? That's correct. <laughs> I enjoy doing uh, interviews and spreading the word of expectation therapy. Awesome. Well, hey, let's get right into it and tell the listeners a little bit about your chapter, what's possible with expectation therapy. And, and uh, well, first off, tell us what is expectation therapy? How about that? Expectation therapy is actually the way that I healed myself uh, throughout my life. When I was nine years old, I was pulled from everything that was near and dear to me. And a lot of times people think that's your family and all that, that, but for me, it was actually baseball. My parents moved from uh, an urban area to a very rural area, and I had my nearest neighbor was like three miles away, so I didn't have uh, any of the social uh, events, baseball mainly, that uh, were so precious to me. So I, when I got to this rural farm area, I used to take a walk up to the top of the mountain uh, because I was so lonely, depressed, you name it, uh, and would have these conversations with, uh, with God, the universe. And uh, I heard a voice speak to me that said, just be faithful, just be true, and, and it, will, it will come. <laughs> Almost like the Fields of Dreams story, but uh, way before it. Anyway, uh, so throughout all my, my life, I learned 
that I just got it into my head that if I was just patient and waited, I don't want to say waited, but if I was patient and just let things happen and always having faith that in the end it was all going to be right, it's always worked out for me. So I went to Vietnam as a Marine, uh, lost my wife in 19 uh, or in 2006 to ovarian cancer. And through all these experiences throughout my life, I always had this positive thought in my head that it's always going to turn out right. But after my wife died, I, I kind of lost it and I kind of lost myself. And after two and a half years of really putting myself in not good situations and not being the person that I was created to be, one night I got back down on my hands and knees and I had a conversation with God in the universe again. And I heard that voice come back to me and it said, you know, I promise you it will come. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it was rejuvenating and I got up off my, my behind and, uh, with a renewed vigor in life. And it was then in reflection that it dawned on me. I've always had the expectation that everything was always going to be right. And, and I realized how important expectations are to us. So what, how I started to develop expectation therapy was I started rehashing my life and I really started to delve into the real meaning of expectation. And, you know, a lot of people are of the mindset that expectation is based on what other people expect of us. But really and truly what the, what the key to expectations are is how you think of yourself, what you are, what you set for expectations for yourself. As a child, I always had this thought in my head that it would always be all right. That was the expectation that I set, and that's how I looked at life. So from that, from that I have just really developed, uh, I don't want to call it a system, I've just developed a technique where I can help people by resetting their expectations by, and it's not me resetting them, it's, it's training them how to reset and how to rethink their expectations. If you really think about the expectations from the dawn of man, when man was created, I believe that God planted a seed of expectation in every man. Every one of us have it. It's how we, how we use those expectations to our advantage that really makes the difference in our life. And the other thing that I realized was it's actually the building block for, for uh, how we develop and how we grow and how our creativity comes about. It's just expectations are so powerful to our, uh, to our core elements that we just don't we just don't realize it because there's so many of them that come every single day. I mean, if you think about all the expectations from the organic expectations of breathing and eating and you know just the, the regular things that we do to, to the social expectations, you know, which are what governments and churches and all those put upon us and society puts upon us to keep order in, in the world. So. Everything is based on an expectation. So I saw that as the fundamental building block of how we develop. So I try to get people to see and identify those, 
those elements in their life and to re, re, I don't want to re, even reprogram, to rethink how they are going to function in this world. If you really stop and think about it, when we talk about expectations, we, we look at them from two points of view, either fear or faith. Fear is always halting. It stops everything, not only in expectations, but in our lives. Everything is based on, you know, that thinking fearfully from that point on, if that's how you, fear, how you view your expectations. If you do it through faith, faith is so important. It's not always about faith in a, in a religious sense. It could be faith in a coach, could be faith in parents, could be faith in yourself. But faith drives us to a state to where we're comfortable and we, we know we have a vision of what's to happen. And it's just very, very releasing and, and releases our creativity, uh, just makes us entirely different human beings. So that, that's, my, <laughs> that's my story about expectation therapy. I think that's awesome, Art. Uh, one reason is that a lot of times you do hear that it's bad to have expectations, and, and you pointed that out in your chapter um, about if you don't want to be disappointed, lower, lower, your, uh, lower your bar. You know, that person without expectation is the happiest person, things of that nature. And yeah, it came to me while I was reading your chapter that in talking of resetting someone's expectations, it is – uh, kind of a systems thinking approach to it where you're creating scenarios and you're creating that art of the long view down the road. So you talk about conquering fear and then creating the priorities and facing the unexpected gracefully and then overcoming uh, personal issues and then increasing your creativity and your productivity. All of these things are a plan and a scenario. You know, I have scenario A, and if this happens, I go to here. If that doesn't happen, I go, I go to scenario B. And right. I think it's a wonderful way to look at it. And my question for you and what I was reading is, do you see that the conquering fear is the beginning part for you in looking at expectations? Oh, absolutely. When I was a little boy, I was scared to death. I didn't know what was going to happen to me. I laid on my back on that, that hill and asked God, what is ever going to become of me? What am, what am I going to become of? I'm here in this isolated area. It wasn't what I had, you know, what it wasn't what I expected for my life. I, I was going to be a pro baseball player, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. so I had to overcome that fear. And I, I, I like how you said that renewed vigor for life. So, it's, it's almost like you're challenging people internally that if something isn't what they want it to be, it's up to them to renew their own vigor for life and to find their own new, uh, I'd say, cause rather than living in that effect state. Is that accurate? That's accurate because no one is going to do it for you. No one can do it for you. That has to be something that comes from deep within you. And that's why, you know, uh, drug intervention programs, all that, you, you can go to through all those things you want. And if you don't have it in your heart and soul and in your spirit that you can overcome this, then it's not going to happen. You're going to relapse, relapse. You got to hit this 
this core of who you are. You've got to really identify it and, uh, and work through those core issues and uh, bring out the best that you have inside of you to, to overcome the challenges that we face. And, and, you know, you mentioned one thing that intrigued me uh, that I, I, in my book, I, I write about the what ifs of life. We're always questioning ourselves with the what ifs of life. Uh, in my book, I tell a story about when I was uh, five years old, I was riding in the car with my mom. My mom had this gorgeous, beautiful voice, and I used to love to put my head on her uh, side of her body and listen to her sing because I could hear the lung uh, air coming in and out of her lungs. And uh, when we were going down the road, there was a truck in front of us with this two-inch steel uh, oil field rod on it. And uh, we're going down the road, and I got my head laid up against her. And all of a sudden, I had looked over, and there was some kids playing baseball in a field. And I slid across the car to the window there. And as I did that, one of those two-inch pipes broke off of that truck and went through the windshield of the car, through the seat, through the back seat, and through the trunk. Had I not moved at that exact moment, I would have been impaled by that. And I can always remember, even as a five-year-old, going, oh, my Lord, had I not moved. What mm. if I had not moved? What would have happened to me? I'd be dead. And, right. I, you, know, that, you know, we all have these what-if moments in our lives, and we have to understand one thing about those what-if moments. We're, right. not supposed to have, we're not supposed to have answers to them. They just happen. And it's just part of being in this universe, this world we live in. And a lot of people beat themselves up with these what ifs. What if I hadn't done this? What if I hadn't done that? Well, if you hadn't, if you hadn't done it, you wouldn't be where you are now. And there's a purpose in you being where you are now. What if moments are, are teaching moments that God uses us, gives us to use to grow. And those what if moments we can either hush them off and not learn from them, or we can use them for exactly what they were meant to be as learning tools. So that's an important part of, uh, of this understanding of expectation therapy. You know, and I think that, uh, well, I think that also, you know, unfortunately, it's the hindsight that we all think is 2020. When in reality, when you're looking back on issues like that, your love of baseball saved your life. And maybe that was the only role that baseball really needed to play in your life. That's a possibility. And, and then it's time to move on. And, and unfortunately, I think um, as, as you map out um, in your chapter, it's the ability to move beyond those things that we think are so important at the time to create an action system that gets us to the next thing that is so important at the time. That is correct. I mean, that is exactly right. Excellent. Um, what would you say or to somebody who uh, would come to you and say, well, you know what? I, I understand this thing about expectations, but I'm really not the one in control of this. It's the stuff happening on the outside. It's, it's everything else that is putting me where I am. It's not me. What, how do you give them the tools and the resources 
to start to look within? Well, what they, what they need to realize is when they're always pointing to external sources as their stimuli for, for uh, events in their life, that they're not taking personal responsibility. And I, I'm big about uh, controlling our own life. It doesn't matter what, I don't want to say it doesn't matter what other people do, but it is not as critical to our existence here on earth, what people, other people do, it's how we do it. And as long as you remain uh, committed to your goals and your expectations, you're going to find out that your life uh, will change. I've seen it so many times with people that I've worked with. They start to, uh, when their expectations rise, their, their friendships change, the people around them change. I hear it all the time from clients that say, you know what, people are saying to me, boy, what have you been doing? You're different, you know? And what it does when you're responsible for yourself and you take those self-responsibilities and stop pointing the finger at the rest of the world doing something to you, you know, that's the rest of the world having to worry about themselves. Some, at some point, you've got to be selfish when your sanity, when your uh, uh, mental state has gotten to the point where you're con- that concerned about it then you've got to take control and start examining yourself. And you've got to be very selfish and take responsibility for who you are and start changing it. Because when you start changing, everything changes around you. And that's the beauty of, uh, of having, taking individual responsibility for your, your own actions, your own makeup, your own direction in your life. It's amazing how it changes and it just, it's, I'm, you know, my next book is called Quantum Expectations, and I'm working uh, at looking how, how when we start to, to think something, and it creates vibrations in the universe, because I believe when I was nine years old, and I put out those vibrations into the universe, I believe that being patient, I had no idea that it was going to take another 60 years to get there because I'm, I'll be 69 <laughs> this year. Right. But all I had to do was be patient. But, you know, since my wife's passing and how everything has worked in my life, I'm more active, more uh, fruitful, more plentiful, more creative now than I have been all my life. It, it's just amazing how how it works. But I believe it goes back that I put those vibrations out when I was eight years old, nine years old, laying on that hill. And now I'm starting to see what is, was really in store for me. I mean, I, I love it. Great things happen. <laughs> great things happen it. when you're patient. <laughs> All right. So I, I know that I speak for Lawrence because, this is a lot of what Lawrence and I do in our programming, taking responsibility, take being accountable, being in control of your life. And what I want to, what I want to know is, I mean, this might even be just a small part, but I really want to highlight this for the listener to take that inspiration. So when you were a small child removed from everything you loved, everything that was near and dear, you, you were removed from baseball and moved to a rural town with no kids to play with, and you hiked up to that mountaintop every day, 
uh, laying down, looking up at the sky. When you're this small child, okay, eight, nine years old, what was it that made you think like, hey, I'm destined for something greater? I know you, you hit on it a little bit in the book, and I know that you've got more to tell. So go ahead and let the listeners know, what was it at eight, nine, ten years old that struck a chord with you and you knew you were destined for much greater things in life and it didn't matter that you were in a small town? So get and tell us about that a little bit. What it was is that I listened to the inner voice that, was, that I was hearing. You listen to your gut. You know, I just knew uh, that – that what I was hearing, you know, be patient and, you know, just, it's your job to just be patient and just get through this. And, you know, your greatness will come. It it will just come. And it's really listening to that inner voice, your inner spirit. And, you know, we need to, everybody needs to do that more often. You always hear about, well, I had the gut feeling I should have done this, or I had the gut feeling I should have done that, but I didn't. Well, I'm telling you, you listen, I listen to my gut all the time. I call it listening to my heart because uh, hmm. I'm so heart, I'm so heartfelt uh, and I care a lot about people and I care about people more sometimes than I care about myself. So mm-hmm. when my, when my inner voice talks to me, when my heart soul talk to me, uh, I listen to it. I listen to it and I try to, to work, you know, in concordance with it and, and, and make it uh, what I think the universe has, has in store for me. Uh, I can't explain it. You know, in Vietnam, I had a lot of experiences that, you know, my heart spoke to me and, and I really believe that it's why I was able to survive, you know, Vietnam as a Marine uh, when a lot of my friends didn't, you know, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, it, there's so many instances. Every one of us can look back at our lives and think, about experiences where we had, where we should have listened to the voice and, and, you know, some of us did, some of us didn't, but when you listen to that voice and really are in tune to it and, and really have faith in it, have faith in that inner voice, uh, it just seems to work out the way that it's supposed to. It's amazing. You know, it amazes me sometimes, but I believe that there's, there's actually scientific uh, evidence that I've got to find to support all those because, you know, that in spirituality, a lot of us are just people don't really trust it until there's scientific scientific evidence, and that's what I always try to do. I always try to get back to the basics, the scientific evidence, to try to prove, you know, how how awesome this world is, how, how awesome we are as people. I mean, we, we have begin, been given so many, so many gifts. And I'm talking about spiritual gifts that, that most people don't use and need to use more. We could solve. I, I, I've always believed that every problem is solvable. It's just finding the way to solve it. And that's, mm-hmm. we've been given the tools to, to solve every problem this world has. We just have lots of sources that try to cut it off you know, right. because they have their own, their own self-interest in, in promoting their own agendas. But human beings are, are incredible, incredible species. I mean, intricate, 
and uh, compassionate, loving, caring, kind, all of those things. But everything starts with an expectation. Everything in our lives does. I mean, I, I challenge people sometimes when they tell me that, well, I don't believe expectations have any, any bearing on life. And I'll tell them, you start thinking about it. You start trying to identify something you do that is not based on an expectation. From tying your shoe to, to mowing the lawn, you know, you, you tie your shoe so your shoe's tight. That's the expectation. And when it's tied and tight, there's your result. You go out to mow the lawn because you want, want your grass cut lower. So you go do it. I mean, it's, it's so many, many simple things that, that we just overlook because we don't, uh, we just have so many expectations in a day really amount to really tens of thousands of expectations a day. Mm -hmm. And now I know your, your work helps people to overcome these obstacles by focusing on those positive expectations. Is it, is it safe to say also that some people are creating their own obstacles They're creating their own barriers with these negative expectations? Like, Oh, I can't do this. So they create like a limiting belief or a limiting decision and hinder their own self-progress. Have you seen that as well? Oh, absolutely. If you if you, you I, I eliminated, eliminated the word I can't from my vocab, vocabulary when I joined the Marine Corps uh, okay. because I soon realized in the Marines, they don't want to hear the word I can't. <laughs> it doesn't exist in the Marine Corps. You do or you die, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, <laughs> that's, why they're, that's why they're so powerful. It's a mm-hmm. powerful fighting force, same in the SEAL, same in almost any branch of the service. But, yes, when we set up those uh, self-doubts, which is really based in fear. You know, I can't, uh, I won't, I, you know, all those words that, that are self-defeating are all mm-hmm. based in, in fearful expectations. Because when you, just by the uh, definition of, of faith, you're able to move, move through things positively, where fear is by definition is halting, stopping, you know, it. You've never seen a fearful hero. It just doesn't mm-hmm. happen. Heroes are always faithful because they, they react to a situation. They don't, uh, they don't hesitate through fear. They just move. Mm-hmm. They just do it. Right. So, so yes. Absolutely. Uh, I, think it was, I think it was Henry Ford that said, you're right if you think you can or you can't. Right. You're right yep. both ways. <laughs> if you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, so um, yeah. what, one of the things that Lawrence and I like to do on the Change Book Radio Show is we not only want to provide valuable insights for the listener, we want to give them some action steps, some things that the listener, when they, you know, when the show's over, they go about their day. They, they've got some tools and resources to start making those changes. And I know you provide a great action step in your chapter. Would you mind sharing that with the listeners right now? Is that cool? Oh, no, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> what I always challenge people as a starting point is to find a, a place where they absolutely are so safe and comfortable 
could be in your living room, could be on a mountaintop, could be, you know, sitting in your car, could be anywhere. But what I challenge them to do is to start identifying what their core expectations are, what their core wants, needs, uh, and desires are. Start identifying those and start taking positive steps to, uh, to move those to an action, to action plan. That's what I promote is an action plan, creating an action plan. But in order to do that, you have to be able to identify. So what I challenge every audience I ever speak to is the first step in expectation therapy is identification. So go identify what your heart's desires are, where you want to be, who you want to be with, and uh, just from there, just start moving in that direction. And, and you'll see amazing things start happening in your life. It's more intricate and complicated that when we get into one-on-one things, but that's the first step that I want people to take. And then, you know, if they want to carry it further, they can get a hold of me and we can take it further with them. So, you know, it's, um, but that's the first thing they need to do is identify. Excellent. It's amazing. And it's amazing how many people really don't realize until they start trying to identify what they really want. Oh, what yeah. their desires are. I think I think that, I think that a lot of people, you know, they they like you said before, sometimes and we're saying this in a positive ecological way, listeners. So you have to sometimes put yourself first. You have to be selfish. And we're not saying you've got to, you know, knock people down and, you know, push old ladies across the street or anything like that. What we're saying is, right, what we're saying is. Wait a minute, what? What am I doing wrong? (laughs) (laughs) You know, you, you have to be number one in your own life. And sure, you know, we're, we're. As coaches, as speakers, as leaders, as family members, as people of the community, we want to help others. You also have to help yourself, right? You have to put yourself as the number one person in your own life. That way you have the strength. That way you have the insight. That way you have the tools and resources to then lift others with you, right? Um, yeah. You have so, to take care of yourself before you can take care of anyone else. Absolutely. And I, and I love that you say it. So thank you. Thank you for acknowledging that. I think sometimes people, they need to hear that from someone else. That way they have that reassurance that, oh, it is okay for me to care about myself. You know, self-care is a good thing. And being the number one person in my life is a positive thing. And, um, so, so Art, thank you so much for, for pointing that out for the listener, just to give them a little reassurance that this is a good and positive approach to creating that personal growth. And what I want to know real quick is what can we expect from you in the very near future? I know you've got a book on the way. Give us a, a a little brief snippet of what we can expect from this book that's coming out, your own solo book. Uh, it's the the new book coming out is actually a rewrite of of expectation therapy. My original book and Hay House is 
is publishing it in uh, in June, and it's got added chapters. It's got some some added benefits. But the other thing that I'm doing right now is I'm in the process of creating Expectation Academy uh, through my website, expectationtherapy.com, where we're going to be able to uh, – People will be able to come on and uh, and actually come through the whole process on online, and we're going to do it through uh, through uh, videos and uh, and material, written material that they'll be able to download. And, and you know, we're creating uh, that academy, uh, and it's really I'm gearing the academy for everybody, but it's really pointing towards uh, life coaches. Uh, therapists, anybody who is wanting to take it further uh, and get more in-depth in expectation therapy it, to use it as a model uh, because of the success I've had with it. And then we're going to do some retreats and seminars around the country, and uh, we're just going to take it uh, and spread the word because it works. I think that's amazing. Uh, one thing that I really intrigues me, Art, is when you talked about the uh quantum expectations. I'm, I'm a big believer in everything quantum. So if you do need some resources and some scientific data, I've got loads of it that I'd be happy to share with you. And I think I would love to sit down uh, when I can get down, get down to dripping Springs. I live up (laughs) in Liberty Hill. So it's a, it's a jaunt, but I'd love to sit down and chat with you about some of this too, because I think it's really important to get an alternative way of thinking out to the public because we've been so brainwashed by how we should think, how we should act, what we should do, what we should buy, how we should behave, that it's nice to have somebody give a fresh look at what the human condition is and how we can make it better rather than trying to fix things that are broken. So I'm excited for for your academy and for the things that you have coming out. Well, thank you. Um, it's, I, uh, it's really going to change some lives. And I think that, the, the uh, that's what we find with all of our co-authors is that the reason they are successful is because they're out to change people's lives. And in changing people's lives, we change our lives and always for the better. So I guess the last thing I'd, I'd like to ask you, Art, is um, a golden nugget for the listeners that – when they're getting ready to go to sleep tonight and they're getting ready to shut their eyes, it's going to pop in their head, that thing that Art said, that is going to change the way, in, in a small or a big way, in how they think about certain things. So if you have a golden nugget you'd like to add, I would like you to do that now. <laughs> <laughs> the golden nugget is your expectations matter and look at them positively because it will change everything in your life. Positivity and through expectation, expecting the best and expecting everything to be okay will absolutely change your life and the people around you. So when you go to bed tonight, audience, think about your expectations in a positive way and your life will start to change. That's awesome. And I'll shoot it to Rich. Rich, what do you have? That was awesome. And yeah, thank you. Thank you, Art. And I'm looking forward to hearing more about the relaunch of your book, as well as the upcoming Academy. And like we were saying, you and I were talking before we went on the air. I'll be in Austin 
uh, doing some seminars with Lawrence for the month of May. So I would love the opportunity, all three of us get together for a coffee, uh, exchange some ideas, you know, get to hang out or whatever. So I'll keep you, I'll keep you informed. You let me know what's, what's on your schedule and we will certainly set that up. And, um, yeah, once again, listeners, (laughs) uh, connect with art, go to his website, www.expectationtherapy.com. And you'll get all the newest, uh, information as far as the book launch the academy and everything else that art is doing connect with them on social media art real quick shoot out your facebook and twitter handles that way people can connect with you on social media as well my twitter handle is expectation my expectation and then my facebook page is expectation therapy so you can get, get me on either one or art costello Awesome. So I've got three. So right on. Gotta, thank you for being active. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm oh. very active on social media. So, but oh, I thank you tell. to I the audience. <laughs> thank you for the audience for having me and for you guys having me. And I'm, I love sharing my my little bit of knowledge that I have in my head. So I uh, yeah. I, I I care about all of you. You're good. Oh, we good know. We could certainly hear it. Yeah, definitely. We can certainly we can certainly hear it in your voice. You know, I mean that's you can you can hear the passion, you can hear the heartfelt message being conveyed. So I'm confident that the listener felt that, you know, it's not just the hearing message. You I actually felt it and I'm sure the listeners did too. So once again we want to thank Art Costello for joining with us here on the change book radio show and be sure to check out his chapter what's possible with expectations therapy and you'll find that in book nine of the change book series art once again thank you so much for joining us on the radio show and we look forward to connecting with you personally in the very near future thank you again i appreciate you guys all right bye-bye bye-bye All right, everybody, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and then Lawrence and I will come back for the show wrap-up. So we're going to a quick commercial break. The Change Book is all about what? Change, of course. And I have a chapter called Metamorphosis, and it is about how to create the marriage, the relationship that you desire and want. You see, I was divorced twice before, and now I've been married over 13 and a half years in an incredible, long-lasting, mind-blowing experience. I want to help you create the same. Please come join me April 23rd in downtown Salt Lake City, Utah at the Marriott at City Creek and learn how you too can create the incredible, lasting relationship of a lifetime. This is Jeannie Cisco math Hi, I'm Peggy Sealson, personal development coach and co-author in The Change. If you are interested in truly connecting to your authentic success, 
you'll want to read my chapter in Book 9. I offer specific steps to uncover your greatness and have the life you deserve. I help clients supercharge their lives. Keep listening to tips from all the co-authors and especially from co-hosts Rich Perry and Lorenz Pipkin. All right, everybody, we're back with the show wrap-up. Lawrence, are you there? Lawrence? I am. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. I think uh, you had it on muter for a second. But once again, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) that was Art Costello, and his chapter in Book 9 was What's Possible with Expectation Theory. Uh, therapy, therapy, what's possible with expectation therapy? And, you know, Lawrence, you and I were talking about this on the Change Book Facebook group the other day. And one of the amazing things that you and I get to experience as the co-hosts of the radio show is not only are we doing the radio show, but each and every week, We're getting the opportunity to talk to leaders from around the globe, learn what they're doing. You know, obviously we're reading their chapters and we're getting that personal feeling that really can't, you can't experience it just, you know, typing away on social media, getting the chance to speak to these people and hear it from them, hear that message conveyed with heart and passion is, is truly an, uh, a powerful and amazing experience. And we also get to learn what they're doing and find out how they're creating marvelous change in people all around the world. Right. Oh, 100%. 100%. I think it's uh, I think that's probably the thing I love most about the change book radio show is we get to have that interaction uh, rather than just from the page to our brain. Um, you know, cause I create an image of what I'm reading and then to have somebody actually walk me through the process of what they were writing is incredibly intriguing to me. So I think it's just the most wonderful thing. So, you know, these are people who are making giant leaps in the world to help. And I think that getting to know them on a personal level is just enriching me um, more than I really even realized. So thank you for making me grow as a person. I know Rich appreciates it. <laughs> Certainly. <laughs> Certainly. And, you know, we, we want to encourage... Certainly. <laughs> we want to encourage the listeners right now to, you know, this is your opportunity to connect personally with the co-authors, you know, your favorite co-authors, maybe co-authors you haven't even read from or heard of yet, you know, and we have this uh, public Facebook group and all you have to do is when you, you know, go up to the toolbar at the, at the top, the, the keyword search there in the, in your Facebook and just type in the change book and, you know, typing in the change book, it'll bring you to that public group that you can join absolutely free. It's a free group on Facebook and you get the opportunity to meet and connect and hear the stories of all the co-authors from all around the globe. And, you know, we, we mention it every week. Ferdy got 
over 200 co-authors from around the globe. We're in, uh, what is it, 20, 22 countries around the globe. You know, 11 books to the series. It's the fastest growing personal development book series in the world. And, and here's your opportunity to meet and connect with, with all the co-authors. And, um, you know, if you're listening right now, and you're a coach, you're a speaker, you're a leader, you're someone who is an influencer and you want to make that positive change and that positive impact on someone else's life, you know, here's an opportunity for you to join the Change Book series and become a co-author. And if that's something that really resonates with you and you're interested to learn more, then connect with Lawrence, connect with me, connect with one of the other co-authors and let us know, just email us or, you know, message us on social media and say, Hey, I've got a story to tell. I've got a message. I want to help somebody. How can I do that? And we would be honored to tell you more and to welcome you into the community that Jim Britt and Jim Lutz have created. And I know I've made some amazing friendships and it goes beyond business associations. It goes beyond professional, uh, you know, uh, colleagues, it, they're friendships, you know, and, and I'm blessed to be a part of it. So if that's something that resonates with you, if that's something that you want to be a part of and you want to join and get your message out there to the world, let us know. And we'd be happy to share you, or share with you how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Be happy to share you. You know, Rich, so, it, what, it's, it's only 2 o'clock in Pennsylvania. Are you drinking already? <laughs> only coffee that I'm I just, haven't. I'm just checking, man, just checking. <laughs> <laughs> so before we wrap up, before we get out of here, a moment ago I mentioned, well, you know, listeners out there, you know that I'm in Pennsylvania. Lawrence is in Texas. And you know that Lawrence and I, in addition to being co-authors, we also own our business together. Lawrence and I know each other outside the book series. And in the month of May, I'm going to be traveling down to Austin. And Lawrence and I are going to be conducting a few seminars. And it's for our program, Bank Rolling Your Mind. So if you're in the Austin area, if you're in the surrounding area and you want to attend our seminar and you want to meet with us and you want to get some really powerful training, you know, to transform your mindset, enhance your performance and ramp up those results in your business and life, then connect with us and we'd be happy to invite you to our seminar and meet you personally. Lawrence, do you have anything to add on top of that? Uh, no, I think that's perfect. Um, we really, really dig doing our bankroll in your mind stuff. So uh, if you can tune in and listen to some of our training calls, we try to have fun, try to give out some good information or information that we think is good anyway. Um, if you guys give us feedback, we'll make it better. But uh, we love being a part of this. One thing that you guys can do to help us out is go to iTunes and uh, rate and review the change book radio show. I think we only have a handful now. It would be nice to have more. Um, and it's one good way to let us know 
what we need to focus on for you, the listener. So please uh, rate and review us. And I guess that's it. Um, thank you very much for listening. Also, if any of you guys are ever in the uh, if, in May, if you guys are in the Austin Round Rock surrounding area, uh, look us up. Maybe we can all hook up somewhere and uh, chat about how we're all going to change the world and get to meet meet Rich uh, Perry, the rock star of it all, live and in person. So uh, reach out to us. I guess you guys will find that anybody you reach out to in the Change Book series is going to be more than happy to speak with you, answer your questions, and provide you with amazing amounts of information and friendship. So that's all I have, Rich. And you want to wrap it up? Yeah, that's that's a wrap, actually. Um, go to the uh, – join our group on Facebook, the Change Book public group on Facebook. Make sure you listen every Wednesday at 1.30 p.m. Eastern time. And we look forward to connecting with you soon. And like we said, if, if you're in the Austin area in the month of May, we'd be happy to invite you to our private seminar and meet you personally and exchange ideas and give you some really powerful strategies, tips that you can use with, within your business and with the people that you work with. So, yeah, on behalf of Lawrence Pipkin and myself, Rich Perry, I want to thank you once again for tuning in to the Change Book Radio Show, and we will talk to you soon. Thanks, and be excellent.